Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, Game 1 of the World Series. If you missed it, don't worry. You missed an all-timer. Rangers, El Bombi! Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, presented to you by Seat Geek. My goodness, I hope you had a seat in Arlington tonight. A special ball game. And Seat Geek is giving you the code John Boy Postseason. Save yourself 10% off when you're buying ticks. Whether you're going out to Arizona, Arlington, maybe your team's out of it and you're going to the theater, or wherever else Seat Geek sells 70,000 tickets each day. Download the app. It's so easy to use. I use it. Code John Boy Postseason. Save yourself 10%. What are you doing? Click the link in the description. Trevor, people were saying this postseason kind of wasn't it. You know, new postseason format still people getting adjusted to. Wild cards were all sweeps. A lot of the big dogs didn't make it to the World Series. Here we are in game one, and uh, I think we got what people were looking for. How are you, my friend? Uh, an incredible game. I am well. Thank you for asking. We were talking before the show. It, it felt like it was more than one's game worth of action, and you pointed out to me, well, Trav, yeah. it did go into extra innings, so it does make sense. Um, yeah, man, a, a great game, and really, as we've been like leading up, to the World Series, we talked about the possibilities, uh, you know, of the teams that could have been in, and we talked about those storylines. Once we started focusing on the series that we have in front of us, I think we all realized like this has the potential to be a really good series, just because of the different ways these teams do things. And I think they were all kind of on display today. You know, the snakes just running wild, running yeah. wild on the base pass, moving runners. Everyone's trying to bunt. Do all these things. It's it's the chaos brand of baseball that they that they love to play. And then you have the Rangers who are just never out of a game because they have guys that can go up top at any given moment. So we had it all today. Uh, and I'm definitely excited to chop it up and talk some ball with you, big guy. I uh I am too. I am too. We're you know, you and I are having you, me and Beeb's having a special day. You came on Wake and Jake today where we uh we talk some ball in life and uh, the cherry on top. Mid midnight on the East Coast, uh, we get some good ball. I, I think we got to get into it because we we have about two baseball games to talk about within one game. Oh Yankees! Oh, whoops! Whoa! Yeehaw! Welcome to the Fall Classic between the two teams. We had going there in February. The Cardiac Cobras. Thanks, Dalton, for that one. First, Trevor Plouffe's Texas Rangers. Snakes would see how far they could get on a gallon of gas with Zach against Nate Dog Evaldi as he tries to make it regulate for the Rangers. In the first, Mr. Carter, I am him. Around the world now, I'm back again. He gets the RBI double. Dolly, remember that guy. It's 2 nothing Rangers in the first. Nate looked nasty till the third. K 
Carol, Carol, Carol. RBI triple for Corbin. And how about Marte with the RBI ground out? Takes a 3-2 lead. Texas ties it up. Mitch Garver, RBI walk, bases hucked. They get out of it. It's 3-3. Three three, and then it's all in the family. Tommy turns on one off the second deck. And then it's a Marte Parte the next inning. It's 5-3 to three snakes after 5. This is going to be a Red River shootout. Maybe it's not because here comes the snakes pen. We're clean in the 6th, in the 7th, in the 8th, into the ninth. Paul Wall, the mouth of the south, gets got by Corey. See you in hell. Seeger with the game-tying two-run home run. We're tied up at five. Nothing in the tenth. And then ba-da-da-da-da, El Bombi. He goes Apo Taco. How's your 11 homers now 12 in 20 games? He's out of his dome with that big dome. The Texas Rangers. Avaldi gave up five. Dunning, Bradford, Gray, Smith, and LeClerc gave up zero. The Texas Rangers walk it off. 6-5 final as they take game one in Arlington. Incredible. Incredible job for you and incredible job for the Rangers. It feels... Both teams. I'll give both teams. Hey, man, look. I know you got you got bit. Snake, snakes get yeah, snakes get bit by animals. They sure do. They got bit tonight. They played a good baseball game though. They really did. Trev, I mean, it feels like two baseball games. It it feel yeah. it genuinely does, and I. It's almost comical because I was I was wondering if these games were going to have this feel, but reverse because of the snakes bullpen being able to hold and the storyline they've been in the playoffs. Uh, Nathan Avaldi, who's, you know, building up playoff folklore. I think he was fourth in starting pitcher win percentage in the playoffs. Um, Zach Gallen had been getting roughed around and he gives up two in the first that, I don't know. I, I had the thought of, is this game going to unravel? And are we going to get the world series that we were worried about that maybe Texas is going to win some blowouts. The snakes were going to, we're going to extend some leads late because they had the bullpen, um, so I don't. I think we start with Gallon and Evaldi, and then we'll we'll get to the second half. Yeah, I mean, obviously, very important to this game. The outings those guys had. Evaldi cruised through the first two innings. I believe he had four Ks through two. Was looking nasty, um, and then the top of the third, it was snake ball. Uh, Alex Th- Alec Thomas had you know a chopper for an infield hit. Not going to catch him real fast. Uh, Longo, my guy, uh, makes it first and second. Uh, Perdomo bunts him over and then Corbin Carroll hits a triple and all of a sudden uh, they start playing that brand of baseball that puts pressure on a defense, puts pressure on a pitcher. They're stealing bases, um, moving runners and you know, it shook Eovaldi up a little bit. Five Ernie's through four and two thirds and, and Gallon, you know, he pitches through some Pitches through some adversity in the first. I like that. Mm. I think I just made that up. He pitched through some adversity. Sure. I like it. Um, but I think him being able to settle down was was everything 
until you know what happened later in the game. But in the game, the snakes were ahead because he was able to go through five and and get to that bullpen that Tory likes to get to. So you know him settling down. He in, I think he was a seventy pitches through three, and he ends up going five innings pitch, ninety nine pitches, giving the length that Tory Lavello needs. So. You know, uh, Gallon settling in, doing his job, I think was great for the Snakes. He Ovalde getting touched up. You know, that hurts the ego a little bit. Got to be honest with you. Um, he had that clean postseason record, doesn't have that anymore. Um, but I think Gallon here, I mean, the numbers are obviously better, but it was a gutsier, better performance by Gallon, man. The, the fact that he was able to settle down after that first inning is kind of everything for the Snakes. It there's so much in this game. Avaldi looked great to start. Yeah, Avaldi looked nasty. Uh, you know, even it's it's normally that fastball split, but the slow breaker was there. A couple slide cutters were looking good. It it was. I mean, my my initial reaction after the seventh inning was like, you know, we you might be staring down Nate for seven eight innings tonight. Yeah. And then kudos to the Snakes. There is something dumb about baseball and those stupid pitchers, Trev. That first time you get them in the stretch, it's just a little different. It's yep. just a little different. And that changed That changed the whole tone. They locked in. And they come out of the fifth inning. You're right. Gallon survives and gives kind of a gutsy effort. Uh, yeah. Found pitches when he needed to. Uh, although that top of the lineup gave him hell, and that's as this series progresses, whether it's the bullpen or or whether it's the starter going through that two or three times. Um, right now, to get through Seager and Garcia, uh, it's it's a hellscape. It, it's it reminds you of some of those top of the lineup playoff teams we've seen. You know, bet- you know, I go I go back to you know a couple of the Red Sox teams that just had dominant top threes in their lineup and and every team it's obviously where you have your best hitters but um right now they're on they're on a different level um and so we get to the bullpen Thompson does great Joe Mantiply actually navigates that part of the lineup pretty damn well Ginkle comes in first time we've seen him shaken up a little bit on the other side uh Dunning, Bradford, they do their job. John Gray, circle that for the rest of this series. Uh, you know, a guy that's done a lot of stuff in this league hasn't been involved, and he looked yeah. good out of the bullpen. He looked, you know, when you see a starter go to the bullpen and their stuff looks like it has a little extra sauce on it, that felt important. And then, I mean, it, it comes down to guys. Uh, where Paul Seawald's a couple pitches away. From we're talking about a nice snakes win where they stole four bases and they they had good at bats they did their thing instead uh, it's a totally different story. Yeah, it uh, looks like Mantiply is, is he the new Sal Frank or they that's the lefty lane. So that was kind of a surprise because we saw Mantiply as an opener, um, and we've seen them use Mantiply. They like him like he he was their their all star last year I think the lone all star from the snakes. Um, so I don't know. I wonder if that was even like a bit of a, like, let's surprise them. Like, let's hit them with Mantiply in that first lefty lane because they went to Sal Frank in the previous series. Or maybe Sal Frank lost some trust because he had been walking the ballpark. Um, 
So they go with the veteran, and he looks good. He punches Carter's ticket, who his numbers are bad. He punched Carter and Seager. Or maybe yeah, so he's. Seager. it seems to me like Sal Frank struggling with the strike zone a little bit, maybe Seager. made Tory make this move here. And then Ginkle, like you mentioned, he gets shake. He, he didn't have command of his off-speed pitch, so he started just throw heaters, yeah. and he got the job done with heaters. I thought that was for him to know that he can do that you know, without his good stuff, I think is important. I agree with you, the John Gray uh, outing, that could prove to be down the line a very important piece for these Rangers as, you know, you're not always going to have a a fresh bullpen and you're going to have to have a guy eat some of these innings. And if you do it like that, you know, one and two-thirds with four Ks, um, that's going to be beneficial for the Rangers. I want to go over a few plays before I think Mm. we get to like Seawald and I guess here, here, bro. Rangers bullpen, like you deserve apologies from everybody. How many runs has the? And I don't want to like jinx them, whatever. What do you mean, Sorry, I'm just gonna bring this up. How many runs have the Rangers has the Rangers bullpen given up? Trev, I I don't know what you're like, talking. Not many. About. This this Rangers bullpen, we've been talking about them. They're 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 different. And it was a lot of the, it was a, it wasn't the A guys today. Uh, Spores wasn't in there. Leclerc gives Leclerc them two at the, at the end. Looks end. good. Leclerc at the huge end. Huge for good. them. Um, but you know, this it's nice for these guys to get in, kind of get their feet wet a little bit in this World Series and have clean outings. Uh, the confidence will obviously be there. I thought one uh inning in particular that really meant something in this game that's probably gonna get overlooked is in the top of the seventh. So at that point, the score is five to three. Um, Carol's up. He bunts, and they make a nice play on him. Yeah. And then Marta hits the ball up the middle, and Simeon makes a really good play on him. So you know those are that's the Diamondbacks brand of baseball: run the bases hard, make put pressure on the defense. If the Rangers don't make those plays, then you know possibly opens up for more runs, and then we don't have this Seager moment. But they make the plays there, get the job done, keep the game within reach, and then. And then we get your boy Paul Wall coming in and that top of the lineup coming up. And I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Seeger is uh they tried to pitch around him, Gallon did. Uh it, I thought at Adolis, excuse me, was the guy you have to be worried about, like like big homers, and clearly that was also the case tonight. But you got two of these dudes now who you can't even pitch to. Like you can't pitch to these guys. There's two of them in the lineup. That's a problem. Man, the moments, the moments you forget in these games, because baseball um on I Something I stumbled into one day that Jimmy was like, that's, you know, for a Jakeism, that's pretty good. On on one pitch in baseball, you could see one thing. You could see the pitch, or you could see a thousand things. It's it's basically like a picture, a picture shows a thousand words or whatever, like baseball where guys are standing, where the runner is, like everything that's going on. Um, how about the last out, top nine? Corbin Carroll puts a charge into one at the wall that oh, – yeah. uh, El Bombi makes just a, it's a nice catch on. I mean, it was nothing crazy, but it's nice. But hey, Corbin Carroll hooks that ball a little more, and we're talking about six three going into the ninth. Uh, that could have felt a little different. Uh, and then I 
the thing that's probably hurting Seawald, well, I shouldn't say hurting Seawald more. Five-pitch walk to Tavares after the first-pitch strike. Uh, four balls after that. Never walk the nine-hole hitter. Um, because that changes everything. He comes out, he punches Simeon, who three pitches a really nice se- sequence, sweeper, sweeper, uh, four-seamer under his hands. And Simeon was in a tight s- spot, but let's see if he gets sparked because he gets a hit in his extra yep. innings at bat. Like he, at some point, the dam is going to break there. Uh, that now you have to pitch to Corey Seager with a runner on first that you've been dodging all game. And something that, you know, there's a lot of ball knowers out there, Trev, uh, especially after something happens. A lot of people were saying, hey, Paul Seawald, we talked about the unique fastball. Where's he been pitching the past couple years? He's been in Seattle. This Texas team has seen him a few times and a few of these guys have nice numbers against him that well for for a night that feels pretty significant um because Seeger just leans back into one I I mean as majestic Mm. of a homer and you know a guy not known for his emotion he lets a little bit out because you know (laughs) that's what's in his head when he steps up to the plate with a runner on first base, he's not saying I'm going to slap one the other way. He's he's a World Series MVP, and he could be on his way to another unless that other monster dude behind him in the lineup outclubs him the rest of the way because that's all he's doing. Uh, another snakes thing, uh, Kyle Nelson comes in, and he gives a really valiant effort, gets the double play ball, really nice turn on that. And I got a text from Dalton a second ago that was also, um, you know, we're talking about Sal Frank and where he's going to be in this series. Like, he he was the lefty that got left out tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I, you know, who knows if he's in timeout or if it's a break glass in case of emergency or something like that. But um, as we put together the puzzle pieces of this series, whew. 112 off the bat, 33 degree launch angle it's out of everywhere yeah i mean he and that freaking bat of his man what is that it's i'm gonna shout out the company because i I just looked it up i thought i I thought i saw this like it's trinity bat company so it's like a smaller brand um but what great marketing for them it looks like seager's been using that bat the entire year like literally the entire year so Good job, guys. You made a very quality bat. And that thing has got some pop in it. Sure does. And then, okay, okay. Seager ties the game up. Seager ties the game up. Okay? You come back. You strike out Evan Carter. Great. You nail Adolis Garcia in the hand. Okay. He steals second base right away. First pitch. That's always so cool. Just gone. Mitch Garver, go ahead. Free pass. Because... You pinch ran for Jonah Heim the inning before. You don't have any more catchers on your roster. I don't think. I, I, I'd assume. Um, Austin Hedges is up. Yep. The chance to win a World Series game. Hasn't had an bat in a month, bro. Hasn't even sniffed the field. He's not known as an offensive catcher. We know that. He steals strikes. He handles the pitching staff. He's a great guy in the clubhouse. He does a lot of things well. Hitting right now is not one of them, and it's very difficult to come in against a, a quality reliever like that and do your job. Seawald toyed with them, man. Yeah. 
you knew he I mean, Seawald's like, all right, this guy's coming in, guns a blazing. How much testosterone and energy does he have flowing through his body? A lot. Sweeper, sweeper, sweeper. See <laughs> It wasn't even close. Come on, Hedgie. Come on, man. That was tough. Tough, tough A B. Good pitcher hasn't hit in a while. Hey, I've Chris hey. Rose, so horny for a hit. Yeah, oh, I, that's what I God. wanted. It, I wanted it for crazy. Rose more than for Hedgie. Trev, we lost it. Because I, I let mm. out a casual. I was like, the the horniest man in the world right now is Chris Rose. Like, if Austin Hedges gets a game-winning World Series hit, like, Chris, there could be another kid on the way. Like, one of those. Off of like, Paul Seawald, who he just interviewed? Like, Ugh. and so I, I say that, and then... A couple seconds later, we hear a bunch of chuckles because all Chris Rose could get out in his mm-hmm. in his uh, epileptic state was please, please, please on Twitter, <laughs> and it just it wasn't happening. Um, sorry, Hedgie. Hey, next game, next game, Hedgie. He's gotten a bat under his belt now. He's ready to go. Seeing Rust it. is off. Okay, um, inning over. Leclerc comes in. Cleans it up. Nothing happens in the 10th. As you mentioned, Lekirk's back out there. Cleans it up. Brings it to the 11th. Yeah. Actually, Leclerc looked funny. really I, good. I, I forgot that in the 10th, Seeger got a chance to do it again. Yeah. Grounded out. Didn't get it done. Leclerc looked really good. Um, Carter flies out in the bottom of the 11th. They change pitchers. Here comes Miguel Castro for the righty. Adolis Garcia, first pitch is nowhere near the strike zone. He gets a 2-0. I think he swung swung at a 2-0 changeup, I believe. Let me get that up. Yeah, 2-0 changeup. Another changeup, 3-1. You get the 3-1, tries to go down and away, does not go down and away. It's it, it was It was like when Jose Altuve hit the homer. Earlier this postseason, when you said you just kind of expected it, wasn't like, didn't surprised. You just kind of expect it, wasn't surprised. Like I'll, I'll never expect a player to hit a home run, but wasn't surprised for a second. With him right now, it is like, okay, dude, you got the three one, and you're gonna throw him a heater. Like take your chance. I, I got to be honest, we take your chances with the next guy. I know Mitch Garver can hit. Mm. But take your chances with him. You're going to throw a 3-1 heater? That's a great point, Trev. I guess I haven't even gotten there. You got nobody on base. Um, Although I was also saying in my head, if he walks, he's stealing first pitch again. Miguel Castro, pretty slow to the plate. Okay, and then you walk Garver, and then you pitch to to freaking Hedges again. Double, the free double to Doley. You might still be playing baseball instead. Um my God. My God. Uh, snakes. I mean, you essentially won a ball game. Like, your your closer who had been so nails this playoffs, you basically... You gave him a two-run lead and said, here you go. It's tough. It's really tough. Um, but that's how you have to approach it, though, right? Like, if you're the Snakes, it sucks. You, get the, you got the, you know, the life taken away from you or that doesn't even make any sense you know what i'm saying though it was a tough one but like you did it like 
you did everything you're supposed to do. It just the closer didn't close the game. That's it. Everything else worked before that. So you have to take that into tomorrow, I think. As difficult as that may be. Um, let me see. What are what are some combos from this game I want to have? Um I want to do a not fun one for my snakes. Trev, Christian Walker is in the bad place right now. I I thought, you know, I, I like when a really good player, they get a next series. Man, it's um in between or any of the words you like to throw out when a guy's not there. This is the World Series now. The, the snakes only have... If they lose three games in the next six, their season is over. They do not win the World Series. Can you do anything? Do, do you shake it up? Like, does that... You give it one, yeah. you give it one more game, and if it looks like that, then, then you shake it up? Because I, I my man's in a bad spot right now. I think he's going to continue to play. Uh, he plays a great first base, so he's defensively he'll, he's going to be there. You play him. Ab- absolutely. He's playing. So, you know, Tory can move him down the lineup. Surely that, you know, is something that he's thinking about right now. Can we move this guy down? And, you know, managers always say, oh, it takes a little pressure off you. Does it really? I don't know. Not really. Depends. Like I'm still going the up there to game. hit. Yeah. I still could come up there. With runners in scoring position, my first at bat, and it'll feel just like I was in the four hole. Bases, you know, it's, it, bases loaded in the eighth. That hitting seventh doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. So you know, for him, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're searching, man, and and you're trying to do anything. You're trying to tell yourself, well, stay, stay, stay the course. You know, continue to put the work in, and the results will come. You try to tell yourself that. The only problem is, it ain't one sixty two anymore. It's a, it's the World Series. Yeah, and you got to get going. It's it's put up or shut up time. So. There are some things you can do, man. You could you could two strike approach it, and mm. uh, I tell I mean you guys are gonna laugh at this or think it's stupid or most people are like fake bunt, mm. like see the pitch as deep as you can see it, man. Well, I mean you can try to bunt, but I'd rather him not. I'd rather him just right here, right here. Yeah, literally tracking First the pitch. ball in. I know it sounds stupid. I know it sounds stupid, but you got he, He's got to change. The vision because he doesn't have it right now. So it's either that or you, you kind of like two strike it, no stride, something like that. Really try to work the inside part of the ball, let the ball travel as deep as possible. It's not really how he swings though. So that would, to me, that would be a big adjustment for him. What's probably going to happen, Jake, is I think he's just going to keep going up there and hope and just hope it clicks. Yeah. I mean, again, we're, we are. A Corey Seager half-inch swing lower from probably saying, how about the snakes and a 5-3 victory and awesome and blah, blah, blah. That uh, you definitely, I think you roll it for another day because Christian Walker's a really good ball player and maybe he gets Monty tomorrow and he's a hero. Um, If he looks like that tomorrow, anything's on the table. Like I, you think that you think Tory would sit him? I don't know, man. I I don't think sit him. No, I don't think sit him because it there's I I don't think anyone on the bench even really jumps out as like I need to get that guy in and he does play really good defense and that's why hey if you're kids at home when you know sometimes especially we preach hey if you hit we'll find a spot for you well if you could do the other stuff he stole a bag in this game 
Like we, we, you know, when we talk about these snakes running crazy, Christian Walker uh, is a part of that. So I don't know. I just, especially if like a Tommy Pham has another good game or, or Lourdes runs into a couple, I, I just think it's got to be on the table. All that being said, Tori Lovello could be saying I'm an idiot right now because this, this same team, you know, when they were coming out of Philadelphia after getting blown out down two games, they were done. Uh, when they were going back to Philadelphia and had to win two games, they were done. So the the answer backs, the rally backs, I, I think for, we say this for sports teams and sometimes, sometimes we're guessing. I don't know. I mean, this team got embarrassed that game two in Philly and they came out and they won two ball games. So I, I think they're, they're sitting okay. It's just uh, when we're talking World Series to lose the first game like that in the, uh, the stat that blew my mind uh, coming out of this, the Dimebacks have played in four World Series road games in franchise history. Four World Series road games. In three of those games, they've given up game-tying two-run homers in the bottom of the ninth. Oh. <laughs> it's a nightmare. That's a living World Series nightmare. Um, they ended up winning that World Series, though, so... I don't know. What what else is spinning on your mind, Trev? I think we saw some managerial decisions we probably won't see. I don't think Jonah Heim gets pinch run for anymore. I just don't. It's just you can't take his bad out of the lineup and have unless and again, like I'm not trying to bash on Hedgie here. Right. I'm not. But that could have been a big part of this game. It could have been a big part of this game. If if Castro didn't serve a cookie up there 3-1, like I said, and you you walk Garver, then you face Hedges again, it's like that could come into play. I don't think we see that anymore. Do you? Do you think that's even a possibility? It would have to be like bottom of the ninth. You got put him on third base or I don't even know, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you would. I, I know I know that at bat was was tough to watch. Sorry, we're still talking about it, Edgy. Um, it's no, but it's it, important though because it's it going to come up again in the series. It ended up working out. Like I, I know for different reasons, essentially. But I don't know. Tex, Texas doesn't feel bad about anything they did tonight. Um, yeah. like I, if if they need a run, they they've got Smith, they've got Jankowski. The like their Bochi will hit that button. So, um. But yeah, if you're if you're the Dimebacks and you're Tory and their team, they're they're looking at the box score right now, saying like, "Hey, maybe you can't you can't let that guy beat you." Like that's one of the old sports sayings, right? Like you, yeah, you had to pitch to Seager. It's the ninth inning. There's a runner on first. I I get it. Um, Dolly with one out and nobody on. We're there. Twelve homers in twenty games or something like that. Let make Mitch Garver beat you. Make Mitch. I think Garver. we're gonna see. That. I think we're gonna see that, dude. I think we're gonna see that. I think a lot of people are gonna be mad about it, um, and they're gonna want to see Adoli's hit. I don't think after today's game, when you look at that, those three, you have Seager, Carter, and Adolis. They're the ones putting up the best at bats in that Rangers lineup. Not even, in, you know, Gar- Garver's had himself a few. You know he's he's done he's done well, but those are the three you look at. Yeah, uh, you you can't 
just always pitch around Seager because then you're leaving, you know, Carter's had good at bats and then you have Adolis to answer to. So like Seager's going to see some pitches to hit. He's going to get, he's going to get into some situations and you're going to have to pitch to him. I don't think you ever have to pitch to Adolis. I know you, I know Garber's there and I know Haim is usually there. Right. I get that, but I would, I would rather take my chances with that part of the lineup than just continue to feed this guy. You can't. He's he's too hot right now, man. Like maybe maybe first at bat, you just really try to make him expand and and get him chasing, and maybe that gets him off a little bit. But it seems to me like even when you know earlier in the game, if he would if he was to strike out or have a bad at bat, it wouldn't matter. Like I don't think he's thinking like that whatsoever right now. I think every time he goes up to the plate, he's just like, I'm gonna do something awesome. Trev, for me, I this this normally feels lazy. Like I'll, you know, sometimes you'll see guys that play play college football at the same school and they get compared to each other, and they're oh player comp, and it's like oh well, yeah, you know, just because they played at the same school doesn't mean they're Ooh. the same player comp. Dude, this is Randy 2.0. The the guy doesn't get out. He steals a base if he needs to. First pitch after getting hit. Like the the dudes are boys. <laughs> like and 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 they're doing it and I just something for my analytics binder and if if you get bored and you want to go listen to it, I did an episode with uh Foolish Bailey on potential postseason breakout guys. My basic formula is guys that attack the ball. Like you can go into Adolis's baseball reference profile and oh, you know, he's got a 302 career on base percentage. I don't care. It's the playoffs and you need to win each pitch and you hone in better and you're not chasing stuff in the dirt. And I I'm I'm not taking credit for his success. He's also awesome. He's driven in a hundred runs the past two years. Um but where he's at right now, yeah, you Pitching around guys worked for Arizona last series. Like, let's be honest. They when they could, they pitched around Schwarbs and Harper. They did. Um, and that's gonna be the interesting game. How much can you really dodge their dudes? And tonight, <laughs> Seeger two run homer to tie it, Adolis to win. Um, Trev, let's let's wrap it up how you and I normally wrap up a night. It's with a couple blue moons. Um because under the bright lights of the playoffs, Blue Moon Belgian White Belgian-style wheat ale is a beer that's made brighter. It's bold, beautiful. Blue Moon is as iconic as America's pastime. Um, I had a couple the other day. Uh, linked up with a couple people, a little belated B-Day soiree. Give me that Blue Moon. I need it. I want it. And you can go get yourself some Blue Moon. And heck, the playoff game's about to begin World Series Go to get.bluemoonbeer.com slash baseball. Find out your Blue Moon delivery options. That's get.bluemoonbeer.com slash baseball. From Golden, Colorado, it was brewed in the stadium, Trev. Yeah. Coors. <laughs> get.bluemoonbeer.com. I just lost my voice. Uh, do you have anything from this game, or do you want to tee up tomorrow a little bit? I think we kind of covered everything I wanted to cover in this game. Simeon was something I wanted to talk about. You kind of hit on it. Like you get the hit in your last at bat. What does that do for you? I mean, that could spill over 
very easily. And then we're talking about a whole different Texas Rangers lineup. I do want to emphasize the point that we've come across a few times here. Like the Diamondbacks did everything right except give up a game tying and a game winning homer. They got to Evaldi, bro. He looked he so, looked yeah, like I feel like Snakes fans should be heartbroken, but also like no, like dang, like we we can do this. Not that they don't think they can do this, but you know what I mean. It was a pretty good game played by them. The Texas Rangers bullpen. I mean, let me get let me just get the innings right. One, two, three, four, five, six, six point one shutout. Had been a complete liability. Two hits in those innings. No walks. I think one. Let's see how the Snakes bounce back from this because they haven't lost the bullpen game. They hadn't been beat when when Seawald and Ginkle and Thompson had gone out there. They have not been beat. Let's see how that feels and how they bounce back. And if you're the Snakes, you you do have to be kicking yourself a little bit. Your your bullpen did hold them for one for one two three or your pitching held them for one two three four five five innings, and you didn't add any tack ons that. Again, one one swing, one bounce could have felt different. I think I'm excited for this series. I'll tell you that much. I, ho- I hope everyone watched today. People that were on the fence, they go, oh, I'm not sure I'm going to watch this series because of the teams. Um, I hope they watch tonight. They're going to see a lot of highlights of this game. I think it'll bring people in. Not that we really care, but I want more people to watch baseball. That's That's always fun. Why not? It's kind of like what we do. Monty versus Merrill Kelly tomorrow. Both of them have been looking really good. Uh, yeah. We will be live streaming tomorrow, 8 p.m., JM Baseball Channel, Jambino. I think Jolly's going to be there tomorrow. Dalton, who's in his fields right now, uh, literally and figuratively. Wow. Uh, and Snakes fans or America, if you're still looking for your rooting interest, it goes game if it goes to game five, little Poppy will be lifeguarding the pool in Arizona. So um I think we oh, can we gotta get there. As a country, we can't agree on a lot, but I think we can agree on we can make a good time out of that. So Poppy uh, to Phoenix. I, I might just show up in a costume and then just like fake drown and see what happens. We should do what we've been talking about. Do the big brother drowning thing just a little too long. Let me up, man. <gasps> It's just not cool. Mom! It's just not it's not cool, dude. Uh Trevor Goof. Don't tell mom. And also, James sent his best. He was supposed to be here. His last train had to go. And he wanted to say, which we all want to say, thank you for a hundred K on YouTube. Oh. Pretty cool. Oh, baseball? Nobody likes baseball. The baseball podcast? What? Thanks, guys. That was that's it is cool. Thank you. It's a nice one. It's very cool. Very cool. We will see you guys after game two. <clears throat> Snakes four to two? I don't know. Jake sucks.
gotta burn that hat now. That's tough. Uh, 